Greetings, I'm Larry Walsh, and this is Pod 2112, the official podcast of the 2112 Group, where we talk with industry executives, thought leaders, and influencers about the trends shaping the industry and the world around us. When we think about technology companies, particularly those that work with or need channel partners to reach and support customers, we think of vendors such as Cisco, Microsoft, and IBM. These are the companies that built the technology channel by recruiting and cultivating partners that can reach niche, niche markets, provide customers with technical integration support, and complement products with professional maintenance and managed services. Nowadays, companies working with VARs, systems integrators, and managed service providers don't look like the traditional hardware and software companies that built the channel. Technology is so pervasive in go-to-market strategies and infrastructure that it's easy to say that every company is a technology company at some level. And if you need technology to deliver your service, you're likely going to need technology partners to meet customer needs and demand. One such company is Square, a mobile payment system and service pioneered by Twitter founder Jack Dorsey. Square, best known for those fobs attached to smartphones and tablets to facilitate credit card payments, operates with a singular mission of ensuring its users never miss a sales opportunity. Square recently launched a channel program that includes resellers, systems integrators, and digital agencies to provide its customers with the support required to integrate its point-of-sale systems with back-office resources such as CRM, ERP, and accounting systems. Square already has 75 partners in its nascent program that's been in development for more than a year. And the company has high expectations to accelerate sales, expand existing account utilization, and increase positive user experience by drawing upon the expertise and capabilities of its channel partners. Joining us today is Square's global partnership lead, Pankaj Bengani. Pankaj, welcome to Pod 2112. Thank you, Larry. Good to be here. So you, you're actually just coming off a, of a partner conference. You had a couple hundred of your partners come together and to talk about your announcements and what you're doing with this new program. Why don't you uh, give us a little bit of a recap about what that was like for you? Yeah, this was uh, you know, the second year we're doing it. Uh, it was uh, really interesting to see all of our partners together, really exciting uh, and, you know, kind of thematically, you know, this will sort of segue nicely into the announcement we made. The real focus of the event was Square's uh, commitment and roadmap to build out an open platform. Uh, and, and specifically what that means is, uh, you know, our excitement that, you know, technology companies, you know, which can be, you know, two developers in a garage or, you know, large public companies can come in and integrate with Square to provide uh, unique and interesting commerce experiences for our sellers. Uh, so that was really the focus of the day. And uh, the solutions partner program that we announced was sort of an extension, you know, a way for us to sort of, you know, grow that open platform. There are a lot of people like me know what Square is. It's the little fob that sits on the end of a, of a smartphone or a tablet. You enable the, the credit card swipes. It's a, you know, I guess it's no longer alternative POS as much as it's gone mainstream. Um, but why is it that you need, uh, you, why do you need a, a channel program? And I guess before we even get into that, you know, why, you know, how do you even consider yourself as, are you a technology company or are you a, a payment system? Yeah, th those are all really, really good questions. So let me start with the, the, the last question first, Larry. The, you know, uh, we're definitely not a payments company. And I, I would, you know, I, I would argue that it's hard to label companies, you know, 
everybody's a technology company these days, right? Like one could argue, you know, Goldman Sachs has, you know, I, the number I heard was like 35% of Goldman Sachs are engineers, not bankers. Uh, technology is sort of part of everything we do. Um, I think the one key insight that, uh, you know, our, our founders, um, uh, Jack uh, made, you know, early on was the, the Square's mission at the time was not to enable sellers to take a payment. It was ensuring that sellers don't lose a sale. And I think that's really, really interesting. And that, that sort of like really identifies sort of Square's trying to enable sellers to save time and not lose a sale. And we'll, we'll try to use technology to make that happen. Um, and so sort of like going back towards, okay, well, if, if Square wants to enable sellers to use technology to solve their daily needs, then, uh, you know, why do we need a solutions partner program to do that? And I think, you know, I can sort of uh, maybe articulate sort of the journey. Uh, as you correctly point out, we started off with that white reader. This is this dongle you plug into your cell phone, uh, the headphone jack. Uh, and that, uh, again, as you correctly point out, you know, was in initially an alternative point of sale. And then as we enriched the product, you know, more and more sellers started using that as a primary point of sale. If you sort of fast forward, you know, between 2015 and 2018, something interesting started happening. And we started seeing that while all our entire seller base is growing, we noticed that larger sellers uh, and we identify larger sellers as those that do over half a million dollars annually in credit card processing. We noticed that they were growing really fast. In fact, today, our composition of larger sellers versus smaller sellers, you know, is double what it was back in 2015. And so what that, what that leads to is larger sellers tend to have more complex needs. And I can sort of give you an example there. Please. Um, when you're at the farmer's market, you know, you're, you're, it's Saturday morning, you know, you're, you're selling, you know, homemade pie at the farmer's market. You probably don't have multi-location needs. You don't need an ERP system. You know, maybe you need an accounting system, but probably not. Uh, you just need to make sure that someone can walk up and swipe their credit card and, you know, pick up some pie for you. Uh, fast forward, if you're a two-location restaurant, right, or if you're a taxi cab company that has a fleet of 30 cars, right? There's, there's more help you need. Uh, and some of that help Square can provide through enabling a really robust managed payment service uh, with integrated hardware. But some of the things that, you know, whether you need multi-location inventory management, whether you need, you know, uh, integration with an online website builder, uh, whether you need uh, the ability to like, you know, you're a hair salon to schedule appointments, uh, whether you need the ability to create a CRM list so you can market to your customers, right? The list is almost endless. Um, those are services that require, you know, uh, uh, more products and more partner integrations. And uh, I'll actually talk about sort of one example that's interesting. Uh, we had a, uh, as part of our event uh, yesterday, you know, we actually use like existing sort of uh, seller partner integrations uh, to, to let our partners see how our product is being used. Um, one of those, one of those was a company called Alumba, uh, which essentially creates order ahead apps. Uh, and so an example is you go to a music festival uh, in San Francisco, as an example, there's one called Outside Lands. It happened, you know, I think a month or two ago where, you know, typically when you go to a concert, you know, the lines are always around the liquor station, 
right? People go and stand in line for an hour or two to go pick up a drink. And then you'll see that they're walking back with like four or five cups in their hands because it's kind of annoying to stand in line that long. So what Alumpa did was created an app that integrates with Square where you can buy your beverage on the app. That information goes to the Square point of sale directly. And so that order is being fulfilled in real time. And then you can just on, you can just walk over to that station pick up your beverage and go enjoy yourself. And that's a really simple use case, but it's something that requires a little bit of extra work and development. And, and so, you know, sorry, I'm taking this, you know, a little, uh, it's taking a little time, but I want to paint the picture. We started with smaller sellers that have very simple needs. As we grew and we enriched our product, more and more larger sellers started using us. Those larger sellers had more complex needs and initially, they were able to use a product themselves and drive these integrations on their own. We, over the last year or so, have found that there are more complex integrations that require more help that sellers can't do on their own. So uh, another example, I just love using real examples. Uh, there's a company up here in Marin called Silk Road Teas, great tea. Uh, they uh, were using Square for their in-person store, uh, but they needed help to build a website where they could sell their where they could sell their tea online and make sure that 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 sales and inventory was synced really nicely with their store inventory because they obviously they didn't want to sell what they didn't have. So uh, the proprietors of Silk Road Teas were not able to do this themselves, right? They're really good at doing. They're passionate about selling tea. They're not passionate about building building websites, uh, and so they were able to use a a solutions partner, a channels partner, to basically go and integrate. Uh, the website and Square uh, uh, together. And so what our solutions partners really do are go to larger sellers, help drive these integrations. And what we do is make sure that these, these partners are certified. We make sure that they understand how to use Square's APIs, and then we get out of the way. Uh, and I think that enables our sellers, uh, and that enables our partners. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's really exciting for us to see that. And so you don't actually have partners that are out there reselling Square. You're not looking at them to expand your, your market share or your revenue per se, but to increase your utilization and customer experience, which leads to more revenue for you. Is that about, would, would that sum it up? Well, there's so actually we do, uh, yes, and there's more. So we actually have three types of solutions partners we announced. Uh, we have agencies we have systems integrators, and we have resellers. So what you just alluded to was actually our agencies and systems integrators. And so an agency, let's just use real examples, an agency would be uh, a web or mobile development agency, right? And the example I just gave you with, with Silk Road Tees is a great mm -hmm. example, right? Uh, we have systems integrators that typically do more back-end. So think of uh, in a restaurant, like front of house, back of house. So in software, you have someone developing the website, or the mobile app, but then you also have somebody else like doing the ERP integration, right? And so we have, as an example, David Ledbetter Golf Academy, right? They're, I, 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 they have tens of golf academies, you know, throughout the country and overseas. Uh, they use SAP in the back end, they use Square in the front end, and then uh, one of our uh, systems integrators, Vision 33, they drive the integration, right? And that's super interesting. Uh, and then finally, we actually do have resellers as well, and resellers go out, and they're able to resell Square hardware, Square managed payments, Square software, and also our integrated partner solutions. 
So we are trying to think about all three holistically uh, as we grow our business. Or the, let's go back to the genesis of this. Is that where did this come from? This this notion that you needed a needed a partner program. You needed to develop a channel. You talked about the the recognition of these these customers are doing more than a half million dollars a year in business. Did the customers come to you saying we need this additional level of integration and support? Were partners approaching you saying we're seeing opportunities that you need to we need your help in addressing, or was this just something that you organically discovered and, and you're pushing the opportunity to the market on both the channel and the customer side? I think it was all three, but to be frank, the catalyst was our sellers coming to us and us sort of, you know, looking at that need. What started happening was we had sellers coming us coming to us and saying, hey, this integration with SAP or this integration with, you know, big commerce, I'm, I'm just picking out names of some of our partners. Right, right you know, is, is really interesting. You know, can you help us with it? And, and what I do was go back in within square and literally beg, borrow and steal engineers, you know, go and say, Hey, you know, Hey, can you help me, you know, figure out this integration? And, you know, obviously people would, what ended up happening is, you know, when I started doing that, like five times a week, uh, then our engineers were like, you know, well, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, which is building a product. I'm helping you, you know, integrate two systems together. And, and we recognize that, you know, that's not sustainable. And we also recognize that, you know, Square isn't interested in focusing on becoming a consulting company. That's not what we're good at, right? We just build great products. And, and then the third recognition was then, you know, partners coming to us and saying, there is this thing called the channel. You know, there are these agencies and, and integrators and their business model is to charge for consulting services. Uh, and so it was kind of this happy confluence of all three of the things you said, to be honest, I think the driver was our sellers coming in saying, you know, we want help in driving a more complex integration. Uh, and, uh, you know, we just announced a program yesterday, but we've been working on it for a year. I mean, we have over 70 channel partners. We kind of wanted to make sure that this is a real need. We wanted to make sure that we saw it across a reasonable number of sellers. Uh, and, and I personally just wanted to make sure this was not a science project, but this is something that Square can invest in for the next five years to help our sellers grow. So have you been work, as you've been working on this over the last year, what did you discover that may have been different from your initial preconceptions when you started this, started this journey? Did, did you, come, with any surpri you know, come across any surprises that made you rethink where the direction you're going in or how you were going to engage with these partners? You know, the biggest surprise I had was I, I had this naive uh, expectation that the sellers that would benefit from using our solutions partner services would be very, very large. And in my mind, I had a number that, you know, you're probably going to have to do several million, several million dollars a year in credit card processing to be able to afford to pay a solutions uh, partner, an agency or a, or a, or a systems integrator. Time and again, I was surprised that even smaller sellers are willing to invest in strong integrations because that helps their business and that increases their productivity. So that was the biggest surprise for me. And again, and that really fit nicely with the narrative of, you know, our smaller sellers are growing, right? Square is growing for two reasons, right? One reason is because those sellers that we signed up for, uh, excuse me, those sellers that signed into Square in you know, four years ago, they've grown with us. And that's just a really fun to see beautiful story there's another story, which is like we're just you know, more sellers are coming to the funnel, but both of those, 
you know, we, we saw it needed help. Uh, but anyway, that was, that was probably the most interesting surprise to me. How are you connecting your, your sellers and your partners? What is the mechanism by which you're bringing these, these two separate groups together? I would imagine there's probably some partners out there that are using Square as a, as a point of sale system, but you know, is there a mechanism or have you developed a means for bringing these, these, this opportunity together? I would, I would sort of say it's a, it's a first step in a, in a long journey. You know, what we have today is basically uh, a methodology where we go out and work with a handpicked number of agencies. So that the number of like 70 plus that I just gave you a little while ago, like we've gone out and made sure we work with them. We certify them. We make sure that they understand our product and we feel good about the quality of the integrations that they're building. That's obviously not sustainable when you get to like 500 or 1,000 agencies. And so right now we're being very picky and the referral mechanism is a little bit manual, although we do have a website and our, our partners are listed on that website. I think where we would like to get to, again, if you and I you know, talk about this in a few years again, uh, is going to be a world where uh, we have in our app store, there's a square app store and a dashboard. Um, we'd like to figure out how to enable sellers to discover agencies on their own. So if they want to build a website, they have a list of partners they can use and they have a list of agencies that they can work with to make those implementations real if they don't have their own dev resources. So, you know, there's a, there's a short term and a long term. Where do you see all this going for Squared in the future? Do you see Squared becoming this, this nucleus of, of payments and intelligence and ordering and business management within your sellers and your partners facilitating it? Or is there some other objective on the horizon? I think the objective is, you know, again, going back to sort of first principles, the, the objective is making sure our sellers don't lose a sale. Uh, and so, I'll, again, I'll give you an example of what that meant in 2009, and I can give you an example of what it means today, right? So in 2009, it meant make sure that you can take a credit card because a lot of small sellers were excluded from the ability to take credit cards, right? In 2018, it could mean omnichannel commerce, right? It could mean that you don't want to lose a sale to someone who's buying online, who's buying at midnight, who's buying at, you know, during lunchtime in person, who's buying on social media. Uh, so I think, you know, that, that sort of true north from nine years ago still stands today. Um, and I think we're just, I think a little smarter at recognizing that, you know, we can do some things on our own pretty well, but we can't do most things on our own pretty well, which is why we created the open platform. And so it's a hub for not just the payment. I think you, you alluded to this earlier, but it's really about commerce, right? And so the payment is part of it, but, but so is like, what are you buying? Where are you buying it? When does it need to be delivered? How does it need to be delivered? And so sort of tying all these together to make the seller's life easier. You know, I think that's where, if we get closer to that, I'll feel like we're, we're, we're doing a pretty decent job. Yeah. You know, as we started this conversation, Again, when I think of Square, I think of it as a POS system, and you know, maybe not fair to say that, but I, you know, it's just a perception. Um, as you're going through this, though, as you're talking about making sure that your sellers don't miss a sale, do you think, as you continue to move forward in your evolution and and continue to grow and mature as a as a company, do you think you can achieve or can sustain your success without having this system of agencies and and integrators and resellers what i mean yeah. by this is that 
would you know would, would it be much harder to sustain your growth without having this system be, without being able to satisfy the needs of these customers as it would just continue on organically the way you were I would say that you know the way I think about growing a business um, showing a little bit of vulnerability squares probably gonna do you know 10 things I'm just making the number up this year we're gonna do a multiple things this year some of those are not gonna work out some of those are gonna work out really well uh, and some of them will just need time to incubate uh, and you know I think that happens in most companies like not everything you do is successful uh, and so I think there's a balance of not doing too much you know, and being focused. Um, but there's also, you know, we, we see that there are multiple growth levers. We're hoping that, you know, again, going back to first principles, we like using technology to solve problems. Uh, we're hoping that um, our app store, our platform partners uh, can just continue doing a better job, making the integrations easier. Uh, it, in a perfect world, you know, I would love integrations to just work with one click, right? You just tap a button on your iPad and everything just works. In the, in the real world, things are obviously more complex. And so uh, I think that, you know, we've seen a lot of success, success with this program already, which is why we decided to really bring it out of sort of, you know, science project mode and, you know, show it to the world. Um, you know, I think we're just going to have to continue, you know, ensuring that we're hearing the needs of our solutions partners, right? And we have multiple constituents now. We focus our product on sellers. Um, but in this case, you know, we're also going to have to make sure that our solutions partners become really successful. With that, I'm, I'm going to wish you luck in your journey forward and look forward to touching base with you in the future to see how the development of your, your channel ecosystem continues to go. Thank you so much, Larry. This has been, uh, you know, first of all, thank you for inviting us. We uh, really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for your time. And there you have it. You found another reason why being Square is actually cool by listening to us talk about Square's new channel here on Pod2112. I want to thank our guest, Pankaj Bengani of Square, and I want to thank all of you for joining us on Pod2112, a production of the 2112 Group, a business research and strategy firm. Join us again next time when we talk with industry executives, thought leaders, and influencers about the market and the world around us. And don't miss a single episode of Pod2112. Subscribe today on Apple, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's fun and it's free. For more information about 2112 Group Services, email us at info at the2112group.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Thanks again. I'm Larry Walsh.